have uh, our friend back with us. That Don't even say his name. Just let him talk. They'll know <laughs> no, who he is. Chris, play his intro music. Yo, yo, yo. What up, what up, what up? back you've been working you've been doing your thing and uh how you been good yeah yeah i've been good same old same old and uh, i want to say fuck you richie fuck you math and fuck you joe for what? calling me that name on the last one wow. that is not my name <laughs> listen your name is whatever name we give you <laughs> your name right? is the name that the people know you by yeah, mm-hmm. that's your name i mean mm-hmm. but nah embrace it embrace mm-hmm. it so last night was one of the biggest sporting events in history, unfortunately. And uh, we all saw it except for Chris. So, right, Chris? You didn't get to see it, did you? No, I didn't get a chance to see it. So, me and Ray saw it together at a friend Chris's house, another Chris. Uh, Joe went to another friend's house. He saw it there with even some uh, right-off-the-boat Irishmen. So, he got a different perspective. Me and Ray, we saw it with a bunch of Puerto Ricans, uh, a Pakistani guy, uh, a couple brothers. We had a good mix. We had a Rainbow Coalition yeah. going on. And... Uh, it was basically uh, what the logical person expected. Yeah. Is that safe I, to say? It was exactly what I expected, except I thought uh, Connor would gas out a little bit earlier. I thought he would be get, he would be finished by the sixth round, that he would be completely But you know what he did? Exhausted. He didn't come out but crazy like people thought. He didn't. Thought. He, was very, he yeah. was very calm. He, he, doesn't, he never really comes out cra- crazy, no. even but in UFC. For, for some know. reason, people have this impression he's going to come and attack him and not stop. Because his, his uh, 
before the fight personality yeah. is a maniac. But it's people He's that insane. saw him fight before that think this stuff. It's it's weird. He's good at tricking people into thinking. He things, tricked. Though, he, he tricked, tricked the, the, the whole world, the universe. But uh, he he fought as good as he could fight. Yeah, and it was not even remotely close to good enough. You know when I, I watched it a few times since the first time, and when I was watching it the first time, I was getting frustrated because. I saw Floyd fighting in a way I never saw him fight before. He wasn't using his tremendous speed. He wasn't using his footwork, his angles. He wasn't even trying to like... Even his head movement. He wasn't using his head movement like he normally would. He was fighting like a different human. He was just walking forward towards what was supposed to be a knockout artist. With no respect, no care. He would never try that on another boxer. At the time, I'm thinking, oh, Floyd lost that round. What is he doing? Why is he fighting like this? Is he just, just too old? Cool? Then I started seeing, oh, Floyd just has no respect for this dude. He felt this dude's power. He knows the guy can't hurt him. And he's trying to make an illegitimate fight look legitimate in the best way he can. Yeah. So Floyd it did his own trickery on the crowd to try to make a whack fight look real. Connor did a huge trickery on the world, making people think he even belonged in there. With a guy like Floyd, but in the end, they both made a lot of money, and it was still it was entertaining because everybody's going nuts and yelling and screaming. So what are you going to do? <clears throat> Who lost? Nate Diaz lost again because he misses out on more time. Nate he, Diaz and Paulie Malignaggi are the big losers of this. Uh, Paulie Malignaggi, he got jerked by the UFC. They did him dirty. Everybody's like, oh, he's a crybaby. Like you can't do that to somebody. Like that's you don't operate like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and he's he's like always getting screwed. And Since even his all his boxing career, yeah, I mean, career, he held two different fucked. belts. Though he did good for himself, he had a good career. But yeah, he never, he never like got uh, like the backing that you, you would imagine he he should. Even now, he's a you know, he's he's what do you call that? What's he do? He's an announcer. Announcer for fights like this, Showtime boxing. Yeah. You know, he's a, he's a big personality. But he claims, let's see that whole unedited uh, sparring twelve rounds straight, and you're going to see a different version. Dana White claims he just got his ass beat for twelve rounds, and I don't. It's hard for me to even believe that. I don't believe it for a minute, yeah. and I don't believe for a minute that Conor McGregor could beat any world class boxer. If I don't he, think he could. I don't think he could hang with any world class boxer. Not just Floyd, but I yeah. don't think he could hang. Oh, with he anybody. wouldn't even. He would last less with <laughs> other boxers. But Floyd is a showman. Other boxers will come, that will come out swinging hard and can last twelve rounds. Yeah, he doesn't have a fucking shot. Yeah, he he Floyd Mayweather did him two. Well, he, well, he didn't do him two services. Floyd Mayweather did him one great service of giving him the first three rounds, which is not unlike Floyd to not throw a ton of punches. Yeah, but in the not first at this level. Rounds. Not at this level. This was like he wasn't even fighting back. Yeah, he was just walking towards him. But he, so he did him that courtesy. Yeah. of allowing him to throw and seeing what he got. Courtesy for the fans. Land your shots. Yeah. He landed a big uppercut on Floyd. Walked right through it. Didn't didn't face Floyd him. walked. Right he landed. Floyd. He landed a couple of straight lefts. His hard left that people are you know talk about this this devastating left of Connors, which is a hard punch for sure. Not saying it's not a hard punch. He's got a great left, yeah. but he's not a world class boxer. It's no. not that kind of left. Yeah. And he so so Floyd did him the the courtesy of giving him three rounds to to look like. He, like he might before he possibly belong back. here. Before Floyd he even literally started fighting didn't back. even start fighting back until the fourth round. 
Yeah, and then it was just I was getting crazy. Absolutely dismantled him. Yeah, even like not even just not no desperation at all. Almost like I know I just this is it's if I do this the wrong way, it could look really bad. Yeah. You know, and already people say it's fixed, it's fixed. Like what why would that have to be fixed? Why would a guy with no boxing experience other than amateur stuff fighting one of the greatest ever have to be fixed at all? Like what What kind of logic is that? Yeah, what sense does it make for the guy, the underdog? To throw the fight, the yeah. underdog who doesn't who who's getting his ass kicked like it it just doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, even if you bet on Floyd, you barely made money. So why fix it for him? If you want to fix it, then hey, give it to the guy that's like uh, eight and one odds. Like you could win big money. Now it's any anybody that says this plus the amount of trouble you could get into for fixing a boxing match that had that kind of numbers as far as betting a billion dollar fight. Yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, What's Chris do doing over shit. here? What is he doing? He's watching cartoons. Chris is playing solitaire. We're watching you porn. Now, this this fight, I, I I don't know. A lot of people have different perspectives on how. What were the, some of the, the dumbest the, things being said by fans in anticipation? Oh for this man! Fight? Well, if it was in an octagon, and that why, was retarded. Floyd didn't mention his name. Right. Connor said, I will beat him in a boxing ring. Yeah, Floyd didn't call anyone out. This is not on Floyd at all. He was... He was challenged yeah. and he and he resisted for a while. He's like, "This is ridiculous. I don't want to do this. This yeah. is crazy, dude." It's, you, then he saw, "You don't want money. this." Yeah, and then he finally accepted, wins convincingly, and people still have oh, have people are always going to hate reasons. Floyd. No, no, no okay. what. Floyd was people a, a Floyd. champion of the world probably before he ever even heard of the MMA. Right, he has no experience, no desire to go there. He's forty plus years old, and he's thinking about going. No, of course not, and. That was never even an option. One guy was trying to convince me that the original deal was one bout, one round boxing, one round MMA. Back no, and no, forth. no, 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 no. That was never. Way. Yeah, this was from the beginning. Conor McGregor with his huge image, his huge ego, thinking he could beat the guy because he had such devastating power. Where they come up with that, I don't know. I've seen him knock out you know, a couple dudes, but not like... But you know what it is, though. It's we're living in the era of the windbag. Exactly. That's what this is. What this is. This, this, this is a decade of the windbag. When you can just talk mad shit, you don't really have to know anything. You just blabber the loud you are. And people say it. And people just fucking swallow it down uncritically. People say Conor McGregor's going to run at him, tag him. He's going to go down, and he don't run at anybody and tag him. He's a counterpuncher, just like Floyd is always a counterpuncher. So if you know any kind of facts, but listen, if you don't know boxing at all and you just and you watch the fight, yeah, you're thinking Conor McGregor is winning early rounds. Mm-hmm. But go back and watch again, and then just think of okay, this is a really smart tactical guy who was just setting the whole thing up. It's just a big, it was it, it's a sham, dude. It's ridiculous. It is a sham. Well, I mean, I, I, we, what do we all come away from now is you, you really got to stop putting your fucking faith in windbags. This is it. <laughs> stop yeah. putting your faith in Everybody puts their fucking loves oh, a windbag, and then they are shocked somehow when you find out the windbag <laughs> yeah. is full of shit. A windbag, a windbag will go there and say Mexico's paying for a wall for a year straight. And then when the time comes, Mexico's not paying for the wall, and people are—they won't yeah. say anything because they already—they already know I'm going to look bad if I go against this windbag now because I was believing this hype. So now, what's Trump say? He says, 
I'm going to build this wall even if I have to shut down the government. Yeah. That means you're paying for it. You're paying for it, America. That means he's making sure Congress makes you pay for it. Not Mexico. Anyway, that's a different windbag. That's but yeah, a different this is <laughs> for this the is windbag the chronicles. Of the windbag when you just have to talk big, <laughs> appear cocky, appear arrogant, high. and people just fall in line, and they they and love the, that. The record, the paper statistical record that you yeah. can look up on Floyd Mayweather means nothing because nothing. Connor's mouth is so right. big, yeah. and he talks so loud that you can completely ignore the facts uh, yeah. and say, no, no, he believes what he well, believes like, what he's saying, so I believe it's it. It's like with anything, everything is relative. He said it. It must be, those statistics must be fake. Everything is fake. 49 so. and 0, but this guy says he's going to knock him out in the second round, so I'm going with this guy because he's much louder. He's cursing more. <laughs> he's more arrogant. He, he's got the, uh, a, a bunch of a slave crowd behind him. It's a shame to see such oh, slave mentality some, of the Irish. Here's, here's some stats that just popped up on a trusted media source, Facebook. What do you no. got? Ah, right? yes. It says uh, punches landed against Mayweather. Canelo, 117. McGregor, 111. Pacquiao, 81. Yeah, that's true. Now, listen. Pacquiao had a torn rotator cuff, and Floyd Mayweather fought those two guys safely. He didn't fight Conor McGregor safely at all. So people who are pushing that stat to be like Conor's a winner, this is Floyd not showing any respect to his opponent. Mm-hmm. The other guys not landing on Floyd is Floyd worrying about them being like, I can't let these guys hit me. Floyd just walked towards this guy. He doesn't fight like that. Yeah, and it made Floyd you know? finish and I'm, the way I'm he not wanted. a Floyd fan. He fights undefeated. I watched Floyd fights my whole life in hopes of seeing him get his ass kicked. I don't know how much money I many with you. This is the only time that I, I, I well, I wouldn't have been devastated if Floyd no, got his I, ass I don't kicked. Like I wouldn't all. care, yeah. but I knew in my heart of hearts that there's no way he was getting his ass kicked. Yeah, but this, I wouldn't say I was rooting for Floyd, but I just. I, I kind of said that he's going to win, so I was hoping he would win. You yeah, know I mean? and I just didn't like the arrogance of people <clears throat> who were so sure that Mayweather has no shot. It's complete insanity. Come on, what are you doing? We're trying to Ridiculous. do a podcast. Ray's showing us funny memes and shit. <laughs> Yo, listen. <laughs> it's great, though. Here's a, here's a, a thing that people were saying, though, is um, this is bad, bad for the UFC or good for the UFC. Or bad for boxing, right. good for Yo, it's, boxing. It's bad for the UFC. I think it's bad for the UFC yeah. because it shows the huge gap. That was the best hands they had to offer. That's the best yeah. hands they had to offer. And it shows the tremendous gap yeah. between a pro boxer. And a really uh, one of the most neglected martial arts in the UFC is boxing for yeah, some reason. For sure. For mm. sure it is the most neglected. It would be the, the well... I don't know what what would you call that style of boxing? Western boxing. Western boxing yeah. because they do Thai boxing. That's yeah. like huge, yeah. you know. Uh, and all U- of that could come in handy. But like a lot of good UFC guys could go into jujitsu tournaments and do well. They could they could, they could be world class wrestlers, but they're never world class boxers. And then that, but maybe it's because boxers get paid so much better. So if you are a world class boxer, why would you go? Yeah, why put why yeah, take why yourself do that? through that? Extra but this risk. is the reason, though. McGregor is the biggest draw they have. After that, they barely do anything. People just don't care. They could have an a incredible draw with John Jones, but he's a fuck well, up. With, with the Diaz brothers, they could. Diaz but they brothers, treat them yeah. like shit. What was the other dude? What was the dude? Uh, tall, slim. Dude, I think he was from Brazil. He wound up uh, breaking yeah. his Silver. leg on a kick. Yeah, he did. He yeah. was great in his time. Spider, yeah. He, uh, Anderson Silva. Yeah. He, he was incredible. But he the numbers the they ever. want 
like McGregor gave or, or Ronda Rousey <clears throat> sort of gave. After this fight, oh, I love that fight. Ronda got MMA dropped. fans are gonna MMA fighters are gonna see how to beat Conor McGregor because Conor McGregor beats all of their asses with his hands. Mm-hmm. Now they're gonna see okay, this little dude just nullified McGregor's hands doing this straight ahead pickaboo style hands up put your head in his chest and he has no leverage and he's not getting his shots off once you get rid of mcgregor's hands on the ground he's just an average dude compared to them dudes they're way yeah. better than him yeah that that takes away his his yeah. advantage he's now, got great for for mma he's got good hands and he's got good kicks yeah i'm predicting he's got two more wins two more losses in his future and his drawing power is going to decline after that you know yeah. what I mean? So all he could do is do this WWE wrestling style of promotion, hope to draw. He's Maybe even go make a big fight out of Paulie Malignaggi. I bet they could get a million pay-per-view with that. Mm-hmm. And Malignaggi would finally love to get a big payday. He could do that kind of stuff. But in, in the UFC, he's already 21-3. and three. He's not, like, great. You know what I mean? So I can't see him being around much longer. The UFC has to concentrate on cultivating a different guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they need new instead of young, jerking guys. They need new like young guys that talent. are supposed to get fights. They push them aside. You know, it's, it's they're not. It's not a. It's not a good setup over there. Boxing is not doing great right now, but it it does fine with some There's guys. There's a great like, fight coming up though. Yeah. If you're a boxing, uh, actual boxing fan, is uh, Canelo and uh, Triple G. Totally, and that's a monster of a fight. And this is the Two problem though with boxing. boxing purists. Those guys barely speak English. Yeah. That's the problem. With, worldwide, though, draws are better. But, yo, that Klitschko heavyweight fight was great. The numbers were great. Oh, against the uh, jo- uh, Joshua, what's his name? Uh, Anthony Joshua? Yeah, the uh, British guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were great numbers. And it, for a heavyweight fight, they need some good fights. That was a great fight. But the heavyweights are almost too big now, you know? But uh, you know, I would say. You know what I did like about Connor? You got to give him some props. At the end of the fight, for a little while, he handles it. With like you know dignity, says the right things. He he doesn't pull a Ronda Rousey where he just runs off the stage crying and won't talk to media. He he goes in the face of the people and says, "Yeah, all right, you know, uh, yeah, I lost this one, blah blah blah." And I think the ref could have let it go a little longer, but the ref did him a favor. The ref did him a huge because yeah. see the memes we're seeing now. Imagine that ref let it go. like he wants to wait till the bell. It was a minute and thirty seconds left in that round, and he hadn't <laughs> thrown a punch in probably. 40 yeah like what are you gonna wait he for he was just getting smashed like you're basically smashed, you're smashed. gonna go down you're gonna if the ref lets you up you can't they have no standing eight count rule so as soon as you get up he could rush in yeah the ref lets you up you go down again then the ref stops it that's inevitably what was gonna happen and, and for he he's trying to play like uh he gets stronger like he's about he's no no i'm just taking yeah. a little break it's yeah. just fatigue he says yeah. And yeah, it's fatigue. You and can't. He, he you can't protect stronger. your your face or your head. Yeah, he didn't get stronger in the Diaz fight. No, in the Diaz fight that he won. If that fight goes one more round, he loses because mm-hmm. that's the momentum of the fight. Diaz is the guy to get stronger yeah. somehow. Some kind of retard strength he has. He's like a modern day Rocky Balboa. Yeah. Uh, if you. Chris is laughing because I said retard. What kind of guy would laugh at the You're word laughing retard? Laughing at a the poor, word retard strength is ridiculous. Poor retard. That's kid, Chris? Diaz. Jesus. That's a very I, insensitive word. Very insensitive. Especially in front of you two guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, yo, that's very – I feel bad for Diaz because he just doesn't have time mentally. Yeah. Like, who's – he could barely get a word out, man. He should have got handed that fight immediately just like Connor got. Yeah. Uh, if you were to reverse it, 
right? Mm-hmm. And then you couldn't. It's just a silly thing to even talk about. In the, in the UFC, Conor can get away with what he does because, uh, as opposed to boxing because... What do let's you mean, say what he does? The talking? The No, the um, putting everything into the first couple rounds. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. A guy like Floyd Mayweather wouldn't have the... He wouldn't have the... Uh, what's the word I'm thinking of? He wouldn't have the opportunity to wait three rounds to figure a guy out. Yeah. In the UFC. Yeah. So that's 15 minutes of fighting. It's yeah. probably, and if it's not a championship fight, that's the that's the end of the fight. Yeah. You don't have that luxury. So he, he it's like a whole new set of, of uh, hurdles that he would have to overcome Connor, you know what I mean? It, it to make it oh, in the yeah. boxing world. Totally, yeah. What what's like the amateur uh an amateur fight? What would that be like? Five rounds, six rounds? Uh that's all different. Yeah, it's all different. So let's say he was a really good amateur boxer and he could go he could last six rounds and that was it. Yeah. The what makes you an elite boxer to the next level is number one is your stamina. How can you make it a yeah. full t- 10 or 12 round bout. Yeah. That's a long well, fucking time. Any world-class boxer has to be able to do that just in case. Yeah. But with Floyd's career, it's you do it all the time no matter what. And at the end of the fight, his mouth isn't open. He's not sweating. He's in that tremendous of shape. At the end of the fourth round, if you go back and watch this fight, the end of the fourth round, McGregor's mouth is wide open. Yeah. He's sucking in air. So he's, and the he's fourth round so is literally of- the first round that Mayweather started the fight. Yeah. Yeah. And he's already finished. You yeah. can see it on his face. His yeah. his arms are hanging down all low between rounds. He's like he he's he's yeah. done, man. And and in boxing, everybody doesn't. For people that don't watch boxing, not all boxers are like Floyd Mayweather. You got brawlers. Mm-hmm. You got guys that just run at you from the opening bell. You got guys. You got like, guys who hit so fucking hard they move your body. Yeah, like guys just go for your body shots. Like when do you see in the UFC somebody? Going down from a body shot, you know, so you could see it, but it's not often. Speaking of body shots, did you see the the uh, fights before? Yes, yeah, some off and on. Did you see Badu Jack? Yeah, yeah, that was a sick fight, dude. And Cotto and, fought that yesterday. Yeah, Cotto fought and on HBO. Completely awesome. ignored. That's crazy, yeah. man. And Cotto, yo, Cotto gave Mayweather a good fight. Yeah, but this is the thing: Cotto versus McGregor. McGregor's done in the third or fourth round mm-hmm. because he's a different style of boxer. He's engaging from Floyd the beginning Mayweather. To the end. You hear him talk, you think he's he's a goofball, he's a dummy, but he's a boxing genius, and he ta- he's like a computer. And you're in front of him, and he's observing everything you do, and he says, "Okay, this guy. Oh, I didn't expect that. Mm. As soon as he puts that shoulder up, he's going to do that again. Yep." Yep, got that. That's in my head. Oh, as soon as he moves his elbow into his rib cage, he always puts his, his uh, chin out to the right. Oh, got that, got that. Okay, ding, ding, ding. And he just downloads everything you're going to do and, and uses it against you. He's a boxing wizard. But is he a rat? Yeah, he's a fucking rat fuck. He was playing the nice guy, though, before was, the fight you know, and, and after ho- this. He did a career of being hated. And even though he's a multimillionaire, that's probably mentally got to bother you after a while because you want to be acknowledged he beat Mar- Marciano's record. You want to be acknowledged. You're going to start changing your tune after a while. Yeah, they showed him with his grandma. They showed him uh, yeah, with he his wants- kids. And, and he was check being out- real nice to the fans and stuff after the fight. He was like and he, saying all the right he, things. He basically made a career out of being a villain for acting like Conor acts now. 
Mm-hmm. But for some reason, people love it when old Connor does. You know what though? Like when you watch them when they were cutting promos on each other. Yeah. Like Mayweather just was disinterested. Like his he does his weren't even good. Do you know what I mean? He's like, nah. he was just looking. Oh, at he's him not like, nearly as quick as Connor. He's when like it comes just to looking at him like I'm gonna demolish you. Like yeah. he just kept looking at you him. You know what? Like, you got that vibe, but a lot of other people, he's scared. He's scared. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't catch him being scared at all. He just nah, looked at either. him like, I'm going to. But I was, I, was, I was falling under Connor's hype because his extreme confidence seems so absurd to me. Like, I, and people say, you have to be confident. Yeah, of course. But, I, you know, I grew up with champions that were like George Foreman. And, like, dudes would be like, oh, I'm going to try my best. This is a good fighter. I'm going to do my best. Not guys that I will demolish him. He has no. As soon as I touch him, he will fold. He will go down in the first round. I will decide. They're like, what the but fuck that, is that's characteristic of the exactly, age of the windbag, exactly. man. Exactly. And before the fight, we were in a group text, and I predicted a seventh round TKO. But on the last podcast, I, I let you guys know. Oh, maybe he's got because putting it out there. Maybe he's got something. He's so extremely confident. Is it something that Floyd needs to worry about? But Floyd. The way he was fighting, which was frustrating me at first because I didn't get it, and non-boxing fans won't get it all, it was just Floyd being like, I could do whatever I want. This guy can hurt me. Did you ever see me walk towards somebody for 10 rounds straight and let them tee off on me and just look up, put my head back down, let them tee off on me, and just keep walking? Mm-hmm. After every split with the ref, Floyd was there immediately. When does mm-hmm. he do that? Never. He was doing that weird thing, turning his back, uh, yeah. like giving Connor his back. Yeah. And Connor has mentioned at the end of the fight, he's wasted a lot of energy on his back. Yeah, swinging, yeah, swinging, doing these weird karate chop things to the back and, and of his head. And just think, you got sit. you got Floyd Mayweather bent down in front of you, and you're tapping him on the back of your head with the front of your fist. That's how unknowledgeable about boxing. That's when you go with the uppercuts. Yeah, yeah. He, like, he, he didn't. He didn't know that. Yeah, and he was doing a lot of this. The thing that he thought was gonna fuck Floyd switching up, I think, feet. was switching his feet, yeah. which is a karate. Yeah. The karate thing is just yeah. switching left, but right, that's left, a, right. If a boxer would never prepare for that. Yeah. Like he's that fucking out of. Out yeah, of you know, mind. he was doing what he could, but you know what? When when Floyd caught him right in the middle of the switch, mm-hmm. he didn't switch again. Yeah. Because he saw him do it once or twice, and he's like, oh, as soon as he, he whips that one thing around, he's going for the switch foot. Both of his feet are off the ground for a moment, which you should never do in boxing, and he hit him right, right in the middle of the, of the switch. Yeah, some stuff just don't work. That's why they don't do it. And maybe there is something you could figure out that never was used in boxing. You could be like, oh, this is going to really shock people. But Connor didn't figure that out. Even yeah. with his wiry spaghetti arms and his and all that bullshit, he just didn't figure out nothing, though. It's crazy. But you know what? I mean, it it brought everybody together, man. Like, everybody wanted to watch this I saw some footage thing. at movie theaters of people battling each other. Yeah. So I don't know if it brought people no, together. No, I don't mean, I don't, I'm not saying it was a positive <laughs> yeah. thing like that. Oh, no, I'm yeah. just saying it, yeah, was, it was, a good time. they sold a lot of seats. They it sold was, a lot of pay It was good pay-per-views. for boxing, but UFC people that already hate boxing are going to hate boxing. Boxing people that already hate UFC are going to hate it. I like both. I like boxing more just because of history. I know UFC history is like, to me, when I look back at it, it's almost like a circus event. You know, you got a big like sumo wrestler fighting like a guy who's like running around like a spider monkey. It's well, like, that's to be in the beginnings of it. That's what it was yeah. supposed to be was style versus style. And what it ended up doing was inventing a new style yeah. of. That's you, what I'm saying. The early stuff I just don't like. I like it now. Yeah. I like guys like the tattooed up kid who's good with his hands. Cody uh, uh, Garbrandt. Yeah. Yeah. That like, you know, there's there's good guys in the mix. Hopefully we see some good stuff happen. But. Connor's 
future in this stuff yeah what's he got left if he loses another ufc fight like are people really going to keep on flying their asses out to everywhere he goes i don't know he's got a he's got his work cut out for him yeah. as far as promoting because he, if, he's got him he's got to beat he's got to top everything he just did in promotion alone yeah Not if a, i was him i go 100 percent on a paulie malinaji fight unless the footage comes out and it shows malinaji just either kicking the shit at him or him kicking the shit at Mal- Malinaji. Yeah, that but, could be his next huge payday. Yeah. yeah, and plus it's fighting. He won't get too much damaged. Malinaji doesn't knock anybody out, but he could beat you. I mean, when you really think about it, Conor McGregor, if he's, I mean, you know, he's he's kind of maybe a, a crazy guy or maybe he's just a very smart guy, you know. Yeah. But he, he could be done with getting his ass kicked. If he wants to. If he wants yeah. to. And he could... The, the Paulie Malignaggi fight could be his last fight yeah. ever. He probably could make a fifty mil off a of Paulie Malignaggi yeah, fight, probably with his crowd. And and if he so if he does that, but don't fucking try to fight any active dudes right now. Don't fight Gennady. Don't fight Canelo. Oh fuck oh, no! Don't man. fight Cotto. No. Like you'll just be you'll get he'll have brain damage at the end of the fight. And right now you're a quick talker. You're you're, you're a quick snapper. You you got good comebacks. Those will be gone, and that's your biggest asset. Mm-hmm. Your hands, your jujitsu, your wrestling. None of those are even close to your fucking rhetoric before a fight. That's where you make your money. And man, I, you could understand him a lot better before the fight than after the fight, right? Oh yeah. When he was when he was interviewed in the his, ring, holy his shit! His accent came on like he went down a few he, notches. He's not even like an Irishman. He's like a tinker. Like he's like one of them traveler dudes, like a gypsy. Yeah, he like, really went down a notch in his speech. At first, I'm like, whoa, 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 chill out, bro. This is Las Vegas. This is not the fucking. This is not the the hood of crumbling Dublin. We don't know what the fuck you're saying. Yeah, I was I was watching a fight with a with an Irishman, like a you know yeah. off the boat Irishman. Yeah. And uh, he had I was like, what did, what's he saying? He's like, ah, he's talking kind of fast. I don't know right now. Yeah. <laughs> he couldn't even really catch every word he was saying. You but know, hey, he made a good a lot night, of money. man. It, it was, was a good fun. Night. It was a good fun was fight fun. to watch. We got together with friends. It was a good excuse. To people get just have with your no respect, and, shit, but. And, and sometimes they don't even understand what they see. So leave it to me, the boxing and combat sports expert, to tell you people what you saw to break it down for you. You thought McGregor was winning rounds. No, a guy was just trying to make some fans happy because he's making so much money. Pulled him out of retirement for an easy fight. It's like retiring from concrete, what I do, and somebody saying, yo, listen, I'll give you all the money you ever made in your career to do my sidewalk. You'd be like, oh, all right, fuck it. Let's do it. So, and then you know it's but a real you easy go, sidewalk. You go to the sidewalk, <laughs> and the, guy, the guys who's paying you are watching, so you're like, whoo, oh, this is some sidewalk here, sir. You got to make ah. it look hard. Whoo, boy, that was tough. Wow. Oh, I, I'm glad I got that out of the way. That was a rough one. Okay, let me get paid. He tricked you, suckers. You fucking dumb cunts. <laughs> you fucking Irish worshippers. You Irish Americans that went against your own fucking kind. An American in there fucking fighting for his country, and you turn your back? And you call yourself patriotic? Why, because he's black? You won't, you won't back him? You fucking racist pieces of shit. <laughs> Kiki Torch fucking carrying cunt fucking gobshites. <laughs> That's for true, right? Yeah, dark. Ray's Irish American. He was going for the brother. Well, with Ray's different though. That's damn right. I was going for the brother, motherfucker. Hell yeah! Shit, you think he was gonna? I I learned what maybe like five fights ago not to go against Floyd. Yeah, dude, I've been going against Floyd he's my a whole life, dude. I fucking and he, hate him. He moves right. 
I mean, and he he's just, not a brawler, brawler. He, like, that is At one time boxing, he was. But, at one time he was. But, like, even after this fight, they said, I didn't notice. They said, you weren't sparring for this fight. He said, no, I didn't do any sparring because I had, to keep, I had to keep my hands fresh. He's like, my hands are brittle. If I spar, I can't, I can't fight. So he couldn't even spar for this fight. Just wow. just because he wanted he wanted to be able to batter him a little bit. Wow. You know? But that's people, even better to do. Like on the last podcast, back. we're talking and and we said Floyd has not taken much damage in his career. And that's true. His head hasn't taken much damage, his body, but his hands have oh, been man. running into things for twenty one years. Yeah. You know? So anyway, get off this for the people that aren't sports fans, for the nerds and geeks out there that don't understand what it is to get in a ring like I have for fucking years and put your fucking guts on the line. All right? That's how you do it. Your video game playing potheads. Mm. All right, what else we got? We got Ray here. We got to get Ray involved because he's not even talking. I thought he'd be talking about the fight. Usually brothers love fighting. Right, we got some we got. good uh, questions. You want to go over some questions from listeners? Uh, Yeah. You got some? I got some too. We put up we put up the word on the internet a little while ago to send us your questions. I got some mailed directly to uh what was it? Facebook or uh no, uh, Instagram. And uh I don't know if I know you have the account though, the uh podcast account, so maybe people sent to you. Yeah, I got some more questions here too. Um which by the way, anybody who wants to send a question or uh a comment, whatever you want to say to us. Send it to, you can follow us on Instagram at Post, at Post America Podcast or uh, send us questions to postamericapodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Postamericapodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we'll make sure we, if it's a good question, we'll talk about it. If it's yeah. shite, then, then we, we won't even acknowledge it, you dumb fucking pricks. <laughs> All right, let's do this, baby. What's up? Play What's first? Play oh. the music. <laughs> Do we have music for this? Yeah, we got it. Go ahead. Alright, what's up, Bobby? Well, Richie, first of all. I just want to say thanks for waiting while I look up this question. <sighs> you believe this unprofessionality that I deal with, Ray? Do you understand? Like, I'm trying to hold this thing together with these two fucking a, a, a baboon and a chimp. All right, come on, guys. <laughs> I'm still hungover. Here's but. one we got from a friend of ours. I want to know how Mad Joe's Aussie accent is going these days. And mm. does he remember any sayings? Teach us some Aussie this is slang. From, this is from our friend Evan McClellan. Uh, we did a tour uh, with Cold Ground. Mm. No, I'm sorry. We did a tour with uh, Crown Kings from Australia. And the, the bass player at the time was a uh, dude named Evan who has another band called Cold Ground. Yeah. And I actually just did some uh, guest vocals. For and this is from Cold Evan? Ground. This is from Evan, yeah. Okay. So I'll, maybe I'll read it in his uh, in his accent, or just teach us some uh, Australian slang if you remember. Ooh, let's see. What so, do you call like a drunk, a partier, a party? I, I like that word, but I forget what it was. Um, if you're going to drink or something like that, I forget. Yeah, you don't remember. Fuck, yeah, I don't know. So uh, I guess to answer your question, not too good. Yeah, <laughs> not too good at all. 
I didn't even know Aussies had their own like slang. Oh, they got crazy slang. I it's watched been, that show actually, Wentworth. It's pretty dope. It's I watched that slang. show Wentworth, but they don't really say too much slang. What's that, that show? One. It's like the Australian version of Orange is the New Black. Wentworth. Yeah, What's it's pretty dope, actually. Yeah. It's on Netflix. It's like four or five seasons, I think, yeah. now. It's Yo, dope. It seems like Australian bros are pretty hot, though, huh? Australian? Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I wouldn't so. mind having a, leaving a baby in Australia. Who's the... Uh, <laughs> isn't Kate Moss Australian? I don't know. Maybe. What's up, She's Kate like Moss? the longest Hit running me up, baby. model, I think, alive right now. I'll make sure there's no moss on that little thing of yours. I'll, I'll tap it right. Get all that dust off, baby. Ugh. You heard? Moss. Ugh. Imagine I had a little Australian baby. I could visit him every like couple years, say, what's up, and then... Go surfing. Hello, him. father. Hey, how you doing? Okay, here's $10. Good seeing you again. I'm going to go to the beach. Leave me alone. But I visit the kid. A lot of people don't even do that. That's all that counts, Richie. That's all that counts. Are oh, you going to give us a sample or what? I was waiting for you. I thought you had the next one. No, and it's what? a fucking sample of the accent, you crazy maniac. I thought you Oh, I don't know. I just did. What did I say? I said, uh. You didn't say nothing. You said, not too good. Not you too good. It. You said you didn't remember any slang, so you're not going to do it? I'll tell you what I could do. I'll play a, um. Hold on, let me see what I got here. Chris, play some music. Stall. What's this guy doing, Chris? I, this is unacceptable. He's crazy. He's crazy. We have a huge monitor here with all the information we need, and he goes through the phone. I don't know. We got a guy in a booth well, all that back stuff there. We giving have to us, put together. Yeah. All right, give us another question, then, if you got nothing going on. You do one. I'm looking something up. He's looking something up. This is why you, you, these guys can't operate well, especially without me. Now, I got, I got questions from uh, Instagram. Just random questions. Some didn't make uh, sense. Okay. This guy is a guy called either, I forget when I got it, but it says Lee, Lee Man. So maybe it's Liam, Liam and I spelt it wrong. L-E-A-M-A-N. But maybe I spelt it wrong. You guys seem well-traveled. I have never left the USA. And even inside the USA, I have not traveled much. I want to take at least one international trip in my life. What would you guys recommend? Maverick Mattis, you first. Uh, depending where you want to go. I think England's always a safe bet. Easy to get around and people are friendly. Because of the language? Complain. And it's easy to get around. Yeah, language. Yeah, I, I love England. That to me, if like a beginner uh, traveling experience, definitely England. It's expensive though. It is expensive, yeah. but, but you're going yeah. to understand people. You yeah. get you, you you get the the weirdness of the the cars driving on the wrong side of the road. Yeah, different types of food, all that. You know, it's definitely going to feel like another country, but you still you don't have to be completely out of your element as yeah. far as language. The thing is, in England, they'll rob you right away as soon as they see you have nice teeth. They're they're like animals <laughs> over there. Dental Ray, floss, sir. Ray, where would you Dental go? Floss. Where would you recommend to this lad, Lee Man or Liam? Sorry if I'm fucking your name up. Shit, uh, I just did my first trip. I just went to where they don't speak any English. So you could relate to this guy because yeah. you went on your first international trip as a full-grown man yeah. and you did it solo. Solo, yep. Without meeting a particular person that you knew. <clears throat> yep, it, without um, meeting anybody, I just packed a book bag and bounced for two months. Unbelievable. And where'd you go? Tell everybody again. Southeast Asia. Southeast Asia. And you would you recommend that to somebody Hell like yeah. this guy? Especially if he's single. Um, I don't know, straight edge or party. Either way, you Southeast Asia, anywhere, Thailand, Vietnam, Philippines. And it's cheap there, right? Cambodia, dirt cheap. Now, not speaking any of the native tongue, was that a big issue or no? Um, Not in the tourist areas. Like, uh, when you get to, like, even, like, Hong Kong, you guys have been 
through Japan and everything. You Japan. know, a lot of Hong Kong is China, though. Yeah, but I'm saying anywhere in Asia, you go yeah. that that has a lot of tourist people going. Yeah. There's many people that speak English because, like, just to get good certain jobs, <clears throat> they got to speak English. Thailand is a little different, uh, but it's the same as far as like jobs. Like, if a woman or a man works at a hotel, he speaks some sort of English. Airports, so no, no problem. Yeah. It, it's not a big problem, but sometimes it is like when you're shopping in like the markets, not yeah. like malls. But then when you the malls out there and everything, you can get around. It's easy. Yeah. I wouldn't even. I didn't even care. I was just like, yo, I'm going out there. Yeah. And now, I, I had some problems when I was shopping overseas, and this this uh, old woman didn't speak English, and I'm like, will you fucking learn English, you dumb imbecile? But you just have to set the foreigners straight. Yeah, I mean, in, so, in that uh, tone, she probably was very receptive. <laughs> Whoa, so Chris boy. says England. Ray says Southeast Asia. Mad Joe, what do you tell for Lee, Lee Man? I say stick to, uh, I would, I've i never actually been to Australia, but I would say England or Australia. I heard Australia's expensive, too. Fuck Australia. It is. Yeah, we never been to Australia. How come we don't get booked over there like everybody else? Well, listen. Give us a fucking offer, you fake frauds. Back to Australia. Here's a a recorded conversation between myself and my friend Paul Busty. Hey, y'all, mate. Not bad. How you going? Going down the milk bar for darts. Punch darts, do you? Yeah, I do. Fair dinkum, mate. What'd you get up to on the weekend? Caught up with the rest of the blokes. We had a mad piss-up. Were there any Sheilas? Yeah, but she was a bit of a bush pig. Did you get a root? Got an ending. Fair dinkum, how was she? She fucking went off, mate. Australians get around. They know how to party. Yo, like, their money is ridiculous. Any so country bad. other than America where people speak English, they're party places. Ireland, Scotland, Australia, England. These people get down and funky. In America, all we do is fucking work and hurt ourselves and get shot by criminals and try to rip <laughs> off the IRS and go to the grocery store and Walmart on our free time. It fucking great, sucks. Great, all we this, ever do. Great description of America. All right. That's now, life. Uh, so you got, all right, there, <laughs> Lee, man, you got some, uh, some recommendations from the boys. And when you take your trip, send us some, uh, send us some videos. Let us know how it goes. Hopefully. Uh, this is a question from a guy named Gavin. And it says, I have one question. And in capital says, when will you guys play California? Again, uh, if we ever get a good offer from you cheap fucks out there and you fly us out there first class. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I don't know. I mean, uh, we've been out there once or twice. Twice we've been out there. You guys there. were just been there last there year. Two, last year we were there. You know what happens times. so many times? People say, when are you going to play Chicago? And it's like, uh, we were there last week. Yeah, we maniac. just played there. Yeah. That happens all, all the, the time. time. And it's almost like I think I'm getting trolled. Yeah. Are you guys going to ever hit Cleveland? Uh, we're here right now. Uh, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, we're playing in an hour and a it's half. It's always the worst timing. But California, I'd love to go back to California. We were there once with Blood for Blood, once with H2O, a couple shows by ourselves. We had fun. It's a great place. It was good food. Uh, the people are kind of like, you know, a little kind of, you know, like a little feminine. You know, but. We should be going back out to uh, the West Coast. Fairly soon. Oh, maybe uh, Mad Joe's knows something. Yeah, I'm working good. on a couple of things. See, Mad Joe, right? The Mad Joe don't tell us stuff. We just got to be ready at all times. We're like we're like a Navy SEAL version of a band. And Joe is the general. He says, "Boy, no, he's like the uh, cannibal. What's his name? Hannibal. Cannibal. He's like Hannibal. He's <laughs> I'm the cannibal. And I'm like Mr. T a little bit. They got to knock me out before a flight. But he says we got to go. We got to be ready. Bags got to be packed at all times. We got to leave whatever we're doing. We got to go. So hey, Gavin. Joe says maybe we got something coming up. 
Stay tuned. Just you got You want me to keep going? Or you got questions? Uh, I got a comment. Um, first of all, our friend Alice says uh, she she really loves when Richie yells in the microphone. And she got. We got another comment. <laughs> yes, another comment. She, she's probably saying that because Chris keeps on saying that my yells are bad, and for some reason they're always bad over. Like like a Fuck it! slightly racist term or a oh, uh, come on. something slightly controversial. So, That's, you always got a lot of pops when people that at home. Happens. I'm getting edited over here. It, I got to accept Chris is the boss here. He's Fake the news. producer. Alternative he fact. does what he wants at the end of the day. I got to accept it. I'm just a talent. But come on. Leave my stuff in, will you, Chris? Jeez. So Alice says, uh, she, her, my soul is happy because Richie graced us with his screaming voice. Wow. So there you go. That's you a doing, good baby? fucking comment, Alice. That is a very go. good comment. How you doing, Alice, baby? How you doing, like baby? That. Tim Jones. Indeed, Richie, indeed. Tim Jones, is that a real name? Tim Jones says he can confirm that as recently as 1999, there was still Woods porn. Wow. Oh. 1999. Yo, he must Jeez. have heard that last episode. Not too shabby. Huh? Oh, no, that was two episodes ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Ray, uh, did you hear that episode? Let's see if Ray experienced that as a youngster. We were saying when we were young, all of us, and then confirmation from Tim Jones and other people, when we were young, there was a constant discovery of porn in random places like the woods or abandoned homes. It was almost like an epidemic. It's like it grows like a fungus under rocks or dark Damp places. <laughs> Joe explains back then, if you saw a a, a, a a piece of paper in the wind, chances are it's a it's porno magazine porn, piece of yeah. paper. Yeah, I believe. I believe I'm, you experienced yeah, that stuff yeah, too? Definitely. Unbelievable. Yeah, Unbelievable. In New York and in Pennsylvania. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's like a community. It's like pre-internet. So you had... You know, the internet is just nonstop sharing of yeah, porn. anything you want, especially porn. Porn's and this was like how people shared porn was just. Yo, these kids got it lucky, man, with oh. YouTube, man, and you porn and all that crap. These kids don't know well, the do, struggle. Yeah, they don't know the struggle, man. They don't know the struggle. They don't know what's porn. What do they know about what's porn? I remember I found my pops like 1940s freaking like Playboys. You know what I mean? You know, my pops is I, old. I fully Y'all know he's 81. Yeah. And he still got like the first ten issues, bro. Like I'm waiting wow. to sell him. Like I'm gonna sell him one day. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and he's like all proud of him. Like, and that's like the one. Now thing. are they like pristine or are they all like you know? No, no, nah, nah, they got some miles right. Yo, he nah, he, DNA on him. He, he ain't run the marathon on him. I don't know what. Like, <laughs> yo, he like stuck to his guns because like in Vietnam, he said he used to get all the magazines too, and he like decorated his like little barracks, I guess, with a. Uh, you know, you're in Vietnam, I With guess. With the centerfolds. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but when he came back, he always kept those 10. I don't know why the first 10. I don't know. I, he's a weird dude. He don't talk too much, so he ain't going to tell me. But, wow. yeah, they're in mint condition. Wow. But, yeah, so I, well, he used to have more, but I used to steal them. And I'd sell the pictures to kids at school in, like, the fourth, fifth grade. Enterprising. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty dope. So you're always selling the illegal awesome. goods. Oh yeah, that's a great hustle, dude. Like, yo, you want to see some tits? Check yeah, it out. give you me a dollar. <laughs> you said kids have it made now because of the porn on, but do they really have it made? Because by fifteen and sixteen, they can't even get a hard on from normal scenarios. That's how desensitized they are. By I the, don't believe that one. I'm telling you, I don't. You, believe so. that I think the kids they need a, a midget holding a pie with a bullwhip. 
Totally. They need some extreme <laughs> stuff. Dude, a, a normal bone session. But but this is what the kids are missing. They're missing, like, nowadays. I see it with my son with, like, other things. Like, you don't get to learn through trial and error. Because if they want to learn something, it's like, oh, just Google it, YouTube it, watch a video, and you're going to learn it. And this is why, like, uh, um, a lot of kids are, like, pussies now, too. Like, you know what I mean? Because they don't have to, like go through the trial and error phase. Like, say, remember the first girl you had? First time you had sex or whatever? Yeah, she was a You couldn't sit there. I mean, the most you could do is watch a porno movie to say, all right, I know what I'm going to do. But these kids, I guarantee you, if we YouTube right now how to have sex with a girl, they'll have, like, some top ten things to do, and these kids will follow it. Yeah, but my point is, since it's so easily accessible for them, mm. like, your dad could simply get off from the swimsuit issue of Sports <laughs> Illustrated. That was good enough. Yeah. Now a kid needs to... <laughs> yo. yo, I'm totally going to let my dad hear this one too. <laughs> Next time he sees Reggie, I guarantee he's talk shit. But now a young kid needs to be extreme. They need to have a, a, a water balloon filled with urine and throw it at a girl's head just to get a semi-chubby. Everything has got to be off the wall and nuts. You agree I, with that? A water balloon full of urine thrown at a girl's head? I don't know, but... Do you understand what I'm I, saying? I know though? what you mean, but I, you know, I, I, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. Well, I guess it depends. Normal on the, the scenario individual. stuff is becoming not good enough. Like young, they, there was there's uh, surveys. Young girls now are doing anal right off the bat. Yo, that because was dudes are crazy. demanding the shit. Dude, that's part of the. They watch porn and they see. Oh, in in one session of lovemaking, we do this, 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 dude. That and that's normal shit now. Yo, just the gap from 2007 to 2011. Yeah, dude. Like coming out, everything fucking changed. Like, dude, chicks wanted in the ass. They asking you if you want your You're ass. You're saying licked. from the time you like, were it's crazy. From the time yeah, you from when I went to what spring. a time to be alive. Yo, it was nuts. So listen, he's it saying nuts. From the time he was a free man. Yeah. In the first to the next time he became a free man. Years later, within that time, he personally observed. Chris, you're a doctor. You should appreciate this. He personally, scientifically it observed a difference research. in American culture so, sexuality. 2006, you would find a chick. You know, certain chicks would be like, they'll take it in the ass or whatever. But like fucking coming out the 2012 and 11 and shit. Like, and now it's mandatory, you're saying. It's just a regular Dude, thing. it was just, it was like cool like it was like even talkable you know like chicks would like like uh I'm they trying, might bring it up like the first chick my boy brought me around like the first chick and it was like that night it was like anything go and she was like you want your ass licked and i'm like fuck no and she asked me so obviously a lot of guys in this day and age like so to get you didn't even know that was the going thing right now no no but i you thought you i thought up with the trends i thought you guys were probably doing that in jail though no <laughs> Oh, oh, shit, I burnt that motherfucker. Yeah, People at home, I burnt this ass. Ain't do shit. You ain't the brother, man. You the other man. But right, uh, get, get some more questions. So, yeah, we did a little... Check it out, an old podcast. We talked about that scenario. I'm glad you confirmed it. The uh, the culture of random porn back in, in 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. You got another one? You want me to do one? I got one here uh, from Derek Calhoun. How you doing, Mr. Calhoun, you fuck? This is another thing we talked about... Um, on the the Big Show episode. Wait a minute. That's not even aired yet. Well, they don't know. It will be by the time this one is. <laughs> so, so, uh, 
So uh, he said, how do y'all feel about Code Orange appearing on the WWE programming last night? Oh, okay. I thought you meant he heard the Big Show episode. I'm like, how the fuck did he hear it? No, no, no. Okay, no. So what... what, What impact do you think it has on the hardcore community? Is this something you guys could see yourselves ever doing? And he says, I love the show. Been listening since episode one. And Richie, please continue to talk more shit and spit more knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) He's got him tricked. That's two for your shit I would fucking never do that WWE thing. That's a sellout move. I would never do that shit. I can't believe Code Orange would do that to our scene. No, I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm yeah. glad they did. That's awesome. If man. WWE calls, yes. Like Joe was there live, and he said it was awesome. It was amazing. I saw man. clips on on the uh, fucking computer. I thought it was great. I think it's dope. Um, how do I feel about it? I feel like Code Orange is on a rocket ship to success. They're just killing it, and they're getting these opportunities because. They are open to these opportunities. So people are offering them things that might be a little scary or seem out of their element or seem like, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of like the odd man out on some of these tours and these, these um, offers they get. But they just fucking take their balls in their hand and fucking go for it. It's and it's paying dope. off. Yeah. So they're taking risks. What Code Orange is doing is, is a good blueprint for good younger bands. I wish... As a, when I was younger in a band, I could have made more moves like Code Orange. Very yes. smart, the stuff they're doing. Very smart. Yes. And they have a good core group of people that kind of they surround themselves with. And um, they're, the, whatever decision-making machine they have working for them is, is doing yeah. a great fucking job. And I'll tell you, just I, the electricity in the room was, was awesome. And they definitely made the most of it. They were trending number one on Twitter. Um, oh, it was the dope. biggest. It was the biggest NXT uh, event mm. ever. And uh, Code Orange was a part of the biggest NXT event. I'm not a wrestling fan, like I said on that episode, but it definitely made it a better night. Yeah better night and I, I bet there's people who tune in just to see them but more people never heard of them which is what you really ultimately want is to win over new people for something an opportunity like that you want to win yeah, over as course. many new people as possible yeah. and I'd say uh, mission accomplished so good, would good work it, is it something we could see ourselves doing uh, it's it's as no good as the I can't see us doing it because I can't see us ever getting that offer yeah, <laughs> so so but if you know if we were offered it, I wouldn't say no to that. I I'd think that'd do be anything. Dope. What do you want? We'll do uh, fucking awesome. You know, we'll do the David Spencer uh, or Richard Spencer rally. Whatever you want, whatever available, we'll do it. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> we don't discriminate. Hey, would you ever? I, I, this was pretty cool. I saw uh, Jimmy Fallon had Slayer that play Rain and Blood on Jimmy Fallon, and Conan just had Rancid on. Conan had Rancid. Like yeah. it's kind of. I, I would definitely do something like that. I don't think we would ever. Hey, Conan, get that give offer. me a call, you big lanky weirdo. But I would totally do that. I think that'd be a lot of fucking fun. And totally, we hang out with Conan afterwards, punch him in the fucking jaw, make a name for myself. I just want to touch his pompadour. Listen, good for Code Orange, and uh, that was Dave Calhoun. You said. Derek Calhoun. Derek Calhoun. I'll do my best to keep on educating all these people out there with <laughs> truth and knowledge to the masses. That's right. All right, my next. Uh, I just want to say also in a, in a addendum that we've been saying for years that hardcore deserves to be on a platform 
like that. Hardcore deserves to be on a mainstream platform. Mm-hmm. It should be hailed alongside of these lesser forms of music, lesser forms of rock, less yeah, real forms crap. of entertainment. Yeah. Because hardcore is the truth, and hardcore has some of the most talented influential songwriters punk rock has some of the most talented influential songwriters in rock and roll history yeah and uh very unique characters so if it were to be recognized on a mainstream scale i don't see that as a bad thing i see i know there's people who would hate on it and there's people who would be miserable because it's no longer their special little thing that they get to hoard like the little precious golem ring but uh i i think it deserves to be seen on a big scale, and uh, hopefully one day it will be, thanks to bands like Code Orange that are pushing the envelope. Madball playing playing arena shows with Limp Biscuit and Corn, you know, like that that does everybody a service. It lifts all of us up. Word okay, up. you got one, Richie. Uh yeah, Ray wants an aspirin. He's texting me. He's sitting right here. He's, he's <laughs> nah, like, I didn't want to fucking bother you while Joe was talking. You texted uh, him. Yeah. Can I have an aspirin? I said, yo, you got aspirin. Aspirin? I don't think I have aspirin. I mean, I have probably like fucking a leave or something like that. Yeah, maybe. yeah, anything. Yeah, I'll look in a second. My fucking head. All right, let's rocking. see. We got all. Uh, uh, we got, got a lot of questions. So let's, uh, this is a Sarah T that says the old desert question. The all oh, the old desert island question. Pick one. We probably did something like this before. Album, movie, television series, animal as friend. Wow. Chris, you first. You're on a desert island, I guess she's saying. You could pick one album. See, he doesn't even get the fucking leave. Uh, oh, <laughs> I got the man. aspirin too. <laughs> yeah, I'm okay, sure it's in the medicine cabinet. I'm sure it's in the medicine cabinet. It might be there. Yes. Yeah, all right. Album, <laughs> TV show. Uh, you know what? I think I'd take Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Oh. TV show. Mm, oh, Game of Thrones. Mm. Animal is a pet. Companion. I take a cat. A cat? I take a cat. You didn't look huh. like a cat guy. And uh, what was the other last Good looking, one? bro. Thank you. Say, Sorry. was it three Sorry, things? Sorry, back. I had to do something real quick. Let's <laughs> see. Uh, which, which one did you do? Album? He did album, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon. Movie. Oh, movie. Oh, movie? Uh, oh, shit. I take Prometheus. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I never oh, saw that. Shit. That's good. You I did like television it. series? Television series. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Game of and Thrones. Animal as a Friend. I take my cat with me. Ugh. Rotten, nasty, dirty <laughs> fucking pussy. And uh, Mr. Headache, uh, what do you, uh, what album? It's fucking slave labor over here. I'm getting yelled at because I need an aspirin. I can't even barely get a water. The, guy's the food ain't warm. Well. The guy's it's been to this bullshit. house so many times you can't walk to the prison. bathroom and get an aspirin. Prison was better than this. <laughs> uh, favorite al- wait, album, movie, TV show, and animal dog. As a friend. Okay, the, the animal's going to be my dog. Okay. Okay. Going back to front. Mm-hmm. The TV show MASH. Wow. I love be, MASH, dude. The from the past. Well, I know why. MASH or Roseanne? No, I know why you picked MASH and Roseanne. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, well, Roseanne and MASH. I you don't picked know. MASH because of the transgender and Roseanne the because fuck of the, the, trans- the homosexual relationship. fucking fruit What do you mean? Shit. There's a transgender guy in MASH, no? There ain't no transgender dude yes, on there MASH. there is. <laughs> that guy that dresses like a woman. Oh, that dude do it to go home. Did you ever watch fucking MASH? 
I don't remember. Your true colors is coming I mean, out, the boy. the fuck out of here, anyway. Your true colors are coming out. Let me finish the Next. fucking answers. Uh, what we get to? TV Movie. show? Movie? Mm, that's a tough one. Casino. Oh, that's mm, good. Casino. Nice Casino. classic. And I actually watched Casino for the first time at your apartment next to uh, the casino when you lived upstairs. Oh, yeah. And we used to sit and watch fucking movies all yeah, day yeah. and night. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, it's a great movie. Album? Uh, that's too tough. I couldn't pick one. There's too many. Just do it. One. Um, you got to get we'll 10, you to, 10 to, seconds. To the Desert Island right 10 now. 10 seconds. The boat's leaving Tupac, uh, All Eyes on Me. Wow. All right. Tupac, okay. All Eyes on Me. All right. Joe, album. Album, I'm going Pink Floyd, The Wall. Beautiful. Movie. Movie. Oh, man. Fuck. Uh, Coming to America. Mm. Oh, that's fun. That's a good one. Television series. Television series, I'm going to say It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Wow, that's a really good choice. I really watched that show. That's great. Test it out. Animal as Friend. I would take my dog, Benny. Benny Blanco. Beautiful. All right, let me go album. I'll go Appetite for Destruction, the great rock and roll record by Guns N' Roses. All right. Movie, let's say uh, Forrest Gump, the greatest nice. movie ever oh, made. Oh, yeah, yeah. Very Television nice. series, Sopranos, All Day, Every Day. Okay. Animal as a Friend. I'm going to get a, uh, what do you call those pigeons that you give messages to when they fly around? <laughs> Pigeon, like a homing pigeon. Messenger pigeon. Homing pigeon. A homing pigeon. Guess what? I'm not on this island too long, cocksuckers. I got a homing pigeon. <laughs> yeah, he keeps coming back Pretty to you. Pretty good. Pretty good. All you right. keep sending him out. He keeps coming back. And though. that was some Sarah T. Isn't Sarah T. Like a fucking uh, make pound? Is she cute? Let me see. Sarah Lee. That's no, Sarah Lee. No, uh, Different is she, Sarah. Is she cute? There's no pictures. Ah. Uh. All right. Nice. You got one. You want me to keep going? Keep going. These are backed up because we've been saying we're going to do questions forever and we never did. Uh, Carrie, which could be a broad, it could be an Irish dude with a fruity name. Congrats on the split with Madball. You guys seem, you guys seem really like Madball. Wait, maybe he means you guys seem to really like Madball. Please tell me your favorite album from Madball. He said Madball three times in one question. Oh, I think and he- we're the ones that really like them. <laughs> Chris, favorite Mad Ball album, begin. Empire. Oh, nice. A newer joint. Okay, great. I like that. Great production. Next, Ray. Ray's thinking. He's been thinking. As as nah, well, album. you know what I'm going to say is look my way, but I love Set It Off, too. What? Two classics. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. You're not wrong. I'm going with Set It Off, then. Set if I got to choose between just one, then it's got to be Set It All. Set It All, the, the, uh, the, the foundation of the, uh, the Mad Ball catalog. Beautiful record. Mine would be Hold It Down. Mm. With a close second would be Set It Off. Close I'm going second. with Joe, too. Hold It Down. That's my favorite. It's a great, great record. Thank you, Kerry, for your uh, congratulations and your wonderful question. Joe, you want to go or you want me to do my last one? I you got a last one? Go ahead. This guy's name is maybe Vent or Svent. S-V-E-N-T. Svent. I like it. And he says... Will you guys do another this or that game? The one about torture was awesome. <laughs> if you do another, can you use my scenario? Oh, shit. Do you, do you guys want to do another and use the scenario? Fuck yeah, it, sure. do it. Let's play another game of this or that. Will you choose this or will you choose that? 
Okay, let's go. Step in. You What's are kidnapped. You're kidnapped. You wake up. You wake up chained to a pole. A man shows you a video of. It says oh, but he must mean of. A man shows you a video of eleven schoolgirls. <laughs> he has them captive in another location. Dude, what the fuck? <laughs> you look to your left and you see five men standing naked. And a naked woman tied to a bed. The man says that if you film him and the five men raping the girl in the bed, then they will let the 11 schoolgirls go. If you don't film it, they rape all of them and you can go. What do you do? Sorry, bitch. <laughs> oh, shit. Y'all got to take these dicks because I'm out of here. No, you, you're going to go anyway. <laughs> Huh? You you're gonna go anyways? Not like they're gonna rape you. So, so wait. I either gotta film him and his five homeboys running the train on one broad. Yeah, and then that's a wrap. Then you could go, and then the eleven schoolgirls are but, free. But it's not running a train. It's raping. Yeah. It's not running a train like willingly. Right. This is rape. Running a so, rape train. Yeah, this is, this is a different different level taking of taking the R train. Yeah, taking that, the R train. Isn't that a song? Run a rape train, never coming back. <laughs> Yo, listen. I don't Real really quick, understand it. A so, man shows you a video of 11 schoolgirls. Uh-huh. Okay, so he's showing you. He's saying, look at what I got here, you fucking weirdo. And you're like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, this guy got some He has them captive in another location. So bottom line, you're choosing between him raping 12, 11 schoolgirls and a, a woman or yeah. just the woman. And you got to be kind of part of the woman because you have to film it. You have to film it. Yes. My she God. hot? I don't know. She's just a woman. He didn't say that. <laughs> I don't, I don't think freak. it really matters, you freak. <laughs> uh, so, Chris. I mean, I, do you film this in order to save the 11 girls? Oh, my God. What a fucking choice. Do you simply leave and let them do whatever they want? Which is hurt those 11 schoolgirls and plus the one that you see right next we to you can't tied you escape up. Any, if he's going to let you go, you're going to call the fucking police. Sure. Okay. But that's afterwards. You got to film so, it first. So, I mean, I, I, this is easy for me. What? You let them, you film them raping the one girl. Okay. There Would you go. rather one person get raped or 11 people get raped? Or 12? Because they'll probably rape the other chick anyway. So, yeah. unfortunately, you one got you got to let the one get raped. If that's, if that's the only choice... And I can't fight my way out of this, and I can't do anything yeah, to stop kill it. These and I have somehow. to choose. I choose one person get raped instead of eleven people get raped. And you're filming it. And I'm filming it. Okay. It's fucking terrible. Chris, same thing. Yeah, that's terrible. I mean, Ray Charles. Eleven people. What are you gonna do? Would I be happy with that's myself? Fucking horrible. Would choice. I be? Would I be sleeping good he at night? Ask, no. He didn't ask those questions. No. Ray? I don't. I'm filming, baby. Hey, you got to get these angles. We got to get these angles worked out. All right, there no. you go. <laughs> I refuse to answer such a horrible question. It is terrible, man. Like I just want to say, what's it, what's, Yo, his, what's name? his name? Sven. 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 You 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 he got some sick, issues, Sven. Sick fuck, dude. I like that. That's a great question. He really took what we had and made it even harder. Yeah, but now answer. I'm starting to think: Does he have like 11 schoolgirls tied no. up somewhere while he's asking these fucking yeah. questions? Yeah. If so, he's not gonna. Uh, it's terrible. Get us involved because like a one grown woman or 11 schoolgirls. I say the, the 11 schoolgirls hold more intrinsic value Sick. disgusting <laughs> unfortunately and Chris if you want to throw the uh, the uh, jingle before that 
Of course. So there you go, Shrent. We did one for you. We did yours. And uh, really that was horrible. Sick. And, and, sick and please, you I sick wish, fuck. that's what we learned. I wish Shrent, you didn't send please it. never contact us again. <laughs> you fucking weird foreigner. You oh, can tell you're a foreigner. Fuck. You're probably from like Eastern Europe somewhere. You sicko. All right, go ahead, Joe. You got any? Um, I'm trying. I'm having a hard time locating it. Joe is just like on his phone the whole time. And still can't find one question. For yeah, I'm looking out. for this one specific thing. It was like a question that was on a uh, in the comment section of a post. You know mm. what I mean? But it was for this, but it wasn't sent to the proper. Yeah. Uh, now he can't get it. You know what I'm he saying? Can't get answered. Then that's a, just a stupid move on their part. That's just an idiotic, dumb, fucking move on their part. Whoever they are, why would you do that? That's just so stupid. <laughs> Mail us the question. All right, fuck it. We got no more? Guys, my son starts school tomorrow. Yeah? You got to buy him new sneakers and a whole ritual? You got to get new sneakers. You got to get new uh, What is up pants? with that shit? You got to get all new outfit. You got to get new... Let's listen. You did the whole summer without these new clothes. I think you're seeing it wrong, Rich. What? He's growing like a weed, and his shoes are very small. All right, then you get some, some tape. You cut the fronts open. You let the toe stick out, and you tape it up. That's sandals. So, uh, I just want to say good luck to my boy. Good luck, Anthony. Eleven uh, years Anthony. old, starting sixth grade tomorrow. Nice. And uh, he's got Kira's old teacher. Yeah. So he's What's excited her for that. Uh, not too great. So he's gonna try to bring it up. Yeah. He's gonna try to <laughs> try to bring glory back to the family. And he's in what grade? Six. Going into sixth grade. Yeah. Could you remember grade, one teacher from sixth grade? I do. Wow. Mr. Rushmore. I'm so impressed. He was a, a, a asshole, and he told me. Uh, that's the he literally said. By the way, I say literally, literally every episode. I think I've said that. So, far. Your so I got to stop saying it. Yeah. But he told me, uh, "You're you're gonna grow up and be a loser. You're never gonna be in." Did you make a song about this guy? I did. Oh, all right. I, I was always wondering who that song was about. Yeah, I had to go. I have a teacher back when I was in school. He talked down to little Joey like a fucking fool. That's the good dude. What's his name? Mister Rushmore. You fucking rat, Rushmore <laughs> cunt. <laughs> You piece of shit, I'll break your old head open like <laughs> so an egg. He, yeah, he was a fucking dick, man. But yeah, he he was a... Not Did you a, really not break his teacher. window? Yeah. Don't say no, don't say no. Good don't shit. You know. Fuck that but, window. Um, What's the name of that Rushmore. song? Uh, Life Isn't Fair. Everybody go back and check out Life Isn't Fair, and it's about Mr. Rushmore. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm proud of Anthony. He did a really good. He had a great summer. Did great in school last year. Earned himself a good summer. And uh, so, yeah, what it. kind of punishment does he get son. if he gets an A minus? A minus, you get a punch in the tooth. Yes, that's how you raise kids nowadays, right? <laughs> Ray, well, how old you, your youngest? Twelve. He just turned twelve. Does he, does he get a beat once in a while? He gets thrown he down the fucking stairs. He bring home. Right. Hey, that's I want A pluses. <laughs> No, no. Oh. <laughs> For an A. <laughs> no. Nah. Um, on a serious note. No, serious. There's a big debate over hitting a kid. Not beating him, punching him. It's not a debate. Hold on. <laughs> Sorry, I wouldn't quite call it a debate. There was a study done. Okay. And the results of the study show some alarming things over kids who get spanked yeah it's the same study of the people that said uh hillary clinton's gonna win did they do the know. study by any chance i don't Man, know fuck them studies. fake news i mean it's a it's a 50 year old study 50 yeah. years of data co compiled and uh according to this study, i'd like to see their their target group that they researched 
Because I bet a certain group, they wouldn't even ask if they were hit. They would assume they weren't. But anyway, for you, nowadays, right now, mm. will you ever hit your son if he needs to get yeah. hit? Okay. Oh, yeah. I mean, but look at my daughter. She uh, she got spanked, and she start, She just moved into the dorms at an Ivy League school for college. Isn't it safe to say? Without, Congratulations, by you. the way. Isn't that's that amazing. safe to say? That's without that, that spanking, she would have no chance of her current success. Yep. See? Really? <laughs> I believe it. See? No, no. I can't say what something mean, no? like that. But what I'm saying is, in my household, when I raise my kids, yeah, they get spanked. Now, throwing a beating, no. I'm not going to, like, beat the shit. Now, unless he comes home, like, my son, when he's 16, if he comes home, like, join the gang, I'm beating the dog shit out of him. There you go. You know, there, there's certain things, like, hey... I'm gonna beat the shit out of. I'm sure anybody that's a now. Problem. You were a very bad Sir. person, and you did what you did, and you had your consequences, and you probably never got hit by your parents. I got my ass come on. Whooped. Stick I, with the program, will you? We had to stand in a line. It was uh, what's the name of that? Uh, okay, let's go like this then. What, what, what's the name of like when one person Peter pays for Paul? You ever heard Peter pays for Paul? Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. In my household, is Peter pays for Paul. So if my brother fucks up. Everybody's catching it. We all catch it. We got to stand in line and catch it. Wow. Okay, let me ask you this. Harsh. Yeah. So yeah. all three of you mm-hmm. were hit as yeah. kids. Mm-hmm. Did you all have the same exact outcome? Fuck no. Hmm. Unusual. So I wonder what this study really means. Statistically. Nothing. <laughs> no, it means something. No. <laughs> I don't think you know how studies work. Here is a perfect source. A girl and two boys, mm. all getting the same punishment as youths, mm-hmm. all growing up to go in completely different paths, mm-hmm. some good, some bad. Uh, two good, one bad. Two good, one bad. So yeah. the corporal punishment actually is more enticing because it's... I don't think... Uh, no, the- you're seeing it. Why? I don't, I don't know why you're looking at it that way. Because, because it could also mean that because what if none of them got spanked? Possibly, and it would all been uh, maybe they would users. all have been good <laughs> drug addicts, potheads. Probably. They might have all been good. You turn out, turn out like good kids. I bet nearly you don't know. I bet nearly one hundred percent of children that weren't hit smoke marijuana. That's insane. <laughs> Absolutely. I think it's up to you I as a parent. Insane. As a parent, I it's just insane. think it's your choice if you feel like spanking your kids or if you don't. Of course it's their choice. It depends but on... But why be villainized off your personal choice? Like the, the gods of that know everything. Oh, you hit your kid. I look down There's upon you. There's a study you. about everything and they you take 50 people down. and they you, you, Again, you're, get, you're getting too emotional about a, Not at all. a statistical... I, re- I read the post and you I see, get, oh, pieces of shit hit their fucking kids. That's people getting too emotional. Arms that's off. people oh, getting too emotional about statistical Stuffing outcomes. these little fruits up with you. Okay? It's, you can't get emotional about a math problem. Yeah, I think you're putting way too much weight into this this little uh, test. I bet I could find it's you. It's just a, it's a, it's, it's you think, an an, analytics of a of data. Okay. That's it. Do you think and I can, at the end? Do you think I can find results. you another another test that says the opposite? Maybe. Okay. I don't know. Go exactly. Ahead. Go find one. That's why I don't put any <laughs> weight into it. Go for it. I'm not really. You don't. You just made that up, though. That's not real. <laughs> no, I, said, that you, I, just, I didn't make anything. I said, "Do you think I could?" I, I said, "I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know either." So maybe. Yeah, but, but go find but just, it you and know, then present it. You to knowing the world. that it's a possibility. Go find it and present in it to this the world. Corner, because we there have is bad one. Joke. There is one that exists of 50 years of data that says this outcome. Yeah. So that definitely exists. The one you're inventing, uh, yeah, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't maybe know it does, maybe it doesn't. And, and it's, it's possible it does, correct? That's what I'm saying. I'm just, 
I'm saying we see that a lot. We see this test and then another test that says complete opposite. What, and what do you? There's certain things left out on each test, and they should have said this over here, and they didn't say that over there. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, you just put too much weight that into up. It. Like I said again, you're the one who I'm not. So making listen, it up. I didn't say there's one. I said, could there be one? That's all. How's that making? No, I'm saying up? you're like, oh, they made they left this thing out. Like you're, I said, you're inventing could it things. be that they left something out, and then this one actually? I it could be. It, yes, it could be. Exactly. But you're saying I'm making things up. Never made anything up. That said, that scenario you just said is I'm asking you a question. Could it be? And from you're like you're making it up. Uh, how is asking you if it could be making anything up? I'm not. I'm not saying. I, I saw a study in 1999 that said this. That's making something up. I'm saying could it be? And you said yes. And then you turned your honest answer into a dishonest answer and said I was making something up. No, you did make that up. You made up an imaginary scenario of. No, I didn't. I said, could there be? How is that an imaginary scenario? So if I say, yes, it could be, or no, it couldn't be, is the, the, the come on, Richie. But it's not, a, is that an imaginary scenario, Dr. Chris? Be me saying, could there be? Like, is, where's the scenario in that? It is imaginary. Like, you made that up. That's, that's your. That's a question. I never made nothing up. I didn't say, check out this study, and then you check it out, and it's not there. Okay, so yes, it's possible. It's possible that anything. It's possible that this entire fifty-year study could just be done in in one week, and somebody just typed the whole thing, and possible. it's entirely made up. Do you anything's in, anything's possible. Do you recall a study that anything's said that possible. during the Super Bowl, domestic abuse was skyrocketed? Remember I that do not study? Remember that? Check that one. That fake study out too. That people swear by for over a decade now, and it's a complete complete false study. That makes no sense, but people went by it that they even made commercials during the Super Bowl at one time to remind you not to hit your wife during the Super Bowl. How about the fake study of women making less than men per hour? How about that fake? There's a lot of studies out there that we just can't put weight into. That's all I'm saying. Could it be true? Totally. 81% could, could people totally spank be true. their kids in this statistic. That's shocking to me. I'm very surprised to hear that. <laughs> I thought there was an overwhelming majority against that type of behavior now. But that was in 2014. I think that this country was, not just this country, probably the entire world was founded on corporal, corporal punishment, if you want to call spanking corporal. You spanking kids? Yeah, I don't know. No, I don't. I don't know okay. what and word I to said use. Before I had kids, before I was ever responsible for a kid, I swore up and down that I would spank my kids. I said, of course I will. Mm -hmm. What else did you, how else do you get them to listen? How else do you? But your kids are like angels anyway, man. And I never, they've never been hit. They've never been touched. I only had to Yes, spank. but what if they did something that would. They never did. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But what if they did something that would require that they might, that might be just. That's like, what I'm saying. You're in a very instance, nice. Like what? Like what? For instance. Let's say that you just had, a, uh, let's say uh, you have another kid named Charlie. Because right. your kids are very good and not doing nothing bad. Let's say Charlie comes home all the time. And you're like, yo, Charlie, uh, clean your room. And he's like, yo, fuck you. Shut the fuck up. And slams the door. Over and over. It's the same shit. You come home one day and wifey's crying on the couch. And she has a cut <laughs> on her face. Charlie threw a fucking ashtray <laughs> at her fucking face. Yeah, maybe then you wouldn't be so like... I knowing that the right answer is the right answer. There's many scenarios that are possible. Okay. So... If my son Charlie, I say clean your room, and he says fuck you, yeah. no way. Okay. What? There's a, <laughs> there's a much much deeper issue that goes years back 
years and years and years back where my son would have that little amount of respect for me that he would say fuck you I think yeah there could be but there could also just be a personality trait that Charlie's particular personality needs to see discipline that's his particular personality that's what it needs everybody's different Damn. You guys peeing like a racehorse. You could at least fucking shut the door, you pig. (laughs) You piece of shit pig. It literally sounds like. Garden hose. It it sounds like he's starting the bathtub. He's got that big Greek. (laughs) (laughs) That shit is like. He's got got that big Greek uncircumcised python (laughs) snake. He got a real wide pee hole. But listen, personality types are different. This is. Personalities are always different. Every yes. kid is different. So one but kid listen, may require that type of... I think that if you get to a point where you actually require that type of uh, shock to the system to be able to hear advice uh-huh. or discipline, yeah, the problem goes much farther back. That could be true. And it could also just be a, the personality trait. You hear I'm people a lot telling- saying... If I didn't get hit, if I didn't have this, if I didn't have this real stern, strict shit. I think I, it's absolutely ridiculous when people say that. It's ridiculous. But they're talking. Ray, you got hit. Mm-hmm. Did it ever stop you or sway you in raise, the least? And raise, I don't know. And raise, <laughs> okay? raise personality. I'm telling you me personally. And raise personality. I wouldn't even think that hitting him would straighten him out. No, it wouldn't no. even cross my mind. But here, let me say this How about, about you? getting hit. Would it, it would it sway you? I know it wouldn't sway you if yeah. somebody hit you. Hell no. A parent, yes. No way. Yes. No way. This no is way. all. I don't, I don't believe that a for a parent, second. Yes. This no is way. all getting hit. I don't believe did it. for me. It made me respect the boundaries in the home. You understand? Like there's certain shit. Like no matter what I did in the street. I want to do certain shit in the home. You know what I'm saying? Because of because of the- I put it on from getting popped. You know what I mean? Like my son, I only hit him two times ever, mm-hmm. ever, and it was some shit that I ain't gonna say on air. But what he did deserved it. And in your mind, it deserved. It was one time, and it wasn't like I hit like if I was gonna hit Joe or An Matt open or something. Hand hit. Yeah, you straight it, him out. It's a oh, disciplinary what system. Do? What did I do? Hook hit. Now my daughter, she only got it one time in her whole freaking life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? One time. Because once they get to 13, especially girls, raising girls is totally different. That's the mother's, hey, if she, you know, and I think my kid's mother only popped her one time at like that 15, 16 year old fuck you mom type stage. I think that led to like a bink. Yeah. But in my house, a little wake up call. Did it work, you think? Yeah, hell yeah. She'll never talk to her mother. Joseph thinks it's impossible that But no, I understand. I've seen people like, uh, my kids' uncles, their kids. I got one that he never, you know, had to hit. But kids, you know, if you raise your kids right, you, you're not really. Chances I don't know. are you shouldn't have to hit them. Yeah, but, like Caden's a great kid, so yeah. I, he doesn't do anything that causes me to hit him. There's other ways I discipline him, but as far as when he wants to do like something really bad, he knows in the back of my mind, my dad will smack the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. a defense too mechanism yeah. prevents. Him from doing certain shit to me, it's, but it's a potential discipline yeah, that they seek. But to in my avoid. house, it's a little, you know. Uh, uh, my father, he, I think our parents came from a totally harder time. Of course, mm-hmm. you know what course. I mean, like Great Depression, wars, and all this crazy shit. And they had rough upbringing, so I, I don't blame my pops for a lot of the shit he did. Yeah, because it's like he didn't know. It's a generational thing, you know what I mean? Like it was done to him, so he might not have did it as bad as to but me. But do you think as he anything he did to you, as far as physical, it made me respect was, the house. That was, was it, it anything too extreme? 
too extreme. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, in my me, house when you're 13, you, you 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 were throwing your hands with my dad. Yeah. He whooped my brother out at 13, and he whooped me out at 13. Why it taught us to respect him more, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, I think he just wanted to let it, you know, he could whoop your ass. You know what I mean? I mean, I, res- I respected it. I don't look at it as abuse. Some people might say it's abuse. I personally but- just don't think there is a clear right or clear wrong no, answer. No. It's the individual. It's the, indiv- a it's the individual and it's the parent. And and mm. I would never tell a parent they're wrong for hitting their kids. I'm, that's not what I'm unless trying to say. Unless they're doing it in an extreme. But I, this, there, there's a difference between child abuse. Dude, but you've seen some kids that need to get their ass fucking whooped. I agree. Like you have. <laughs> like, a huge how old difference. your daughter? 18. 18 years old, got hit once. That's not child abuse. Yeah. That's she did something totally out of her character, extreme and heat of the moment. You're thinking she's gonna need to get back into reality, a slight adjustment. Mm-hmm. And now, if you're just hitting because you're you know you're an abuser, that's a different thing. But people are very because you, you're right; it's an emotional subject, and we don't want to see kids get hurt. Hell no! And there are abusers out there. Oh, there is tons. But then there's also legitimate punishment for some kids that are just a little fucking wacky, and they're maybe not as quick as a kid like Anthony. And they need a little, like, they're just, you know, everybody's different. There's, unfortunately, every we're kid all, is different. Yeah. Every parent is different. Totally. And then when you get two parents together sometimes, that creates a completely different chemistry. Mm-hmm. And what I'm saying is that I think a lot of times, not every time, but a lot of times, parents get scared because you, it's scary. Being a parent is scary. Mm-hmm. It's scary. You have to teach. You're responsible human, for a human life. Everything. You have to teach them everything yeah. that they need to survive in the world. And a lot of times it's scary. And sometimes, a lot of times kids get hit out of pure fear and panic of the, the parent not knowing what else to do. Mm-hmm. They, they get panicked and they get scared. And this is the easy way where you don't have to think and you don't have to analyze. You don't have to do the hard sit down and have uh, one-on-one talks with a kid, totally. which a lot of people are terrified to do that with any why? any human. It's kind of fun talking to little kids. Why would people not want to I'd love talk it, to kid? Yeah. but some people are just, they, they have you know, anxiety. I loved it with just, my son, but it was it's hard with the daughter. I had, I had I'll tell you, I had trouble with Kira. I had a lot yeah. of trouble talking with Kira. Well, their broads are not logical and crazy and, you know. But I would, you know what I, wish, I used to do, man? Whenever we had like something like that was difficult to talk about, you burn her hand on a stove. The the, the <laughs> hard oh, oh, oh. the hardest thing is when there's other distractions around. You know mm. what I mean? Because I'd be like, "All right, uh, I want to talk to you about this," and she'd be like, "Oh," and like walk to her room yep. or walk it. You know what I mean? Like there's and or or the TV's on and she's looking at the TV the whole time I'm talking. So what I used to do was I would used to bring Kira to shows with me, mm. and I would drive, and it was just me and her. In the car, mm-hmm. and I would just turn off the radio and be like, "All right, so your mom wants me to talk to you about uh, this, you know, whatever." Mm-hmm. And then we'd have the talk, and we have like an hour and a half drive, and we talk about whatever. A nice, positive, therapeutic session. And I'm telling you, every single time, every time, and we talked about everything that you don't, that you dread talking to kids mm-hmm. about as a parent. Mm-hmm. The birds and the bees talk was on the way to a show. Ooh. And by the time we got to the show, it was it was 
fine. At Water Under the Bridge, we were laughing. Yeah. You know what I mean? The show was great. On the way home, we didn't have to talk about it again. And recently, she just told me, she's like, she's like, I don't think anyone could have said it any better to me than the way you said it on the way Very to the good. Show. good Very good. Because it's awkward. It's awkward. It's yeah. scary. It's awkward. Imagine you're, you're like, a kid and you got Mavramatis telling you about the birds and the bees. You'd probably throw up in your in your mouth. His anxiety would be fucking insane. <laughs> dude. Big He'd wide, be like, ah. <laughs> this big wide pee hole. Well, he'd be like, uh, you know, he. What is he going to recommend to you that you just don't like pussy? Like, you know, that's. Yeah, we Chris, can't, you were we don't all have that kind of discipline. It Chris. sounded like you were pouring water from a five gallon bucket oh, into the no shit. It sounded like somebody hit a hit a pipe with a sledgehammer and it just opened right up. I got broke a main. All right, listen. How much time we got left, Chris? We're about a minute or two. I knew he it was kicks out say one, that. It kicks out an hour thirty. About a minute or two. About a minute or two. That was an hour and a half. We asked an hour and a half of pushing. All right, good. Nice. We did good, and we got some questions out of the way. And, a little bit uh, of fun stuff, a little bit of real stuff. You know, we're gonna have Ray back for in the next episode too, because he did so good today. I'm gonna allow him to come back. What do you say there, Ray? That's very gracious of you. Man, how much money we? Told? You just Let's do what you're told. <laughs> Let's get some food, and we'll come back in a minute. Thank uh, you, everybody. People, this was great. Send some questions. Peace. We out of here. America Podcast. The Post-America Podcast.